0: Welcome everyone to Quadrant 4 Politics. My name's Matt. I'm here with Riley. We're here to talk about political and ideological things along the conservative and libertarian points of view.
1: Wow, can they even hear you on the mic?
0: This is an NPR intro. (laughs)
1: Uh, Uh, What are we doing again? uh, Ask them to write into the email. Oh yes,
0: Please contact us at quadrant4politics at gmail.com. That's (laughs) with the number four, quadrant number four, politics at gmail.com.
1: Awesome. Sweet okay great let's start uh we are in a recording in a different room than normal so apologies if the sound is different but uh i just wanted to
0: try a different opening as well so no worries yeah it was fun it was fun it was fun yeah i'm I'm
1: sure i'm sure the fans are gonna enjoy that oh they'll just they'll love it they'll come in their pants over your voice just like oh yeah man do, do that. Uh, what is that? The ASMR? They want to have ASMR of your voice. Oh my god. What, it, like, that oh, stuff's man. a
0: scam. Yeah.
1: Yes indeed. a
0: question from our political compass bag.
1: Yeah, we're doing a political compass test question. Good times.
0: Oh, I picked two and I'm going to put the bottom one back. Okay. Okay, there we go.
1: Yeah, fuck the bottom.
0: The death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. Didn't we do a whole freaking thing on the death penalty? We
1: did, yeah, so this will be fun. So should we do this question then? Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, people who didn't watch that episode are going to want to know this one. Uh, the death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. As and the answers a are... <laughs> the options are... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm gonna reply with that i'm gonna I say that a couple are. times uh, strongly disagree disagree agree or strongly agree are the answers um well, let
0: me tell you how i feel Riley. Th-
1: th- this is a fun one we've talked about this on the show before but this is one where you're the libertarian stance the and i'm very, the republican stance
0: i don't want to hear your argument about oh the person might be hold innocent. on you
1: need to say as a libertarian <laughs>
0: Okay, as a libertarian, I don't want to hear your argument about the person might be innocent or it's going to cost a lot for government or blah, blah, blah. What I don't like is the fact that our government Wait, has the right to take away... You're making
1: your own arguments.
0: What am, What do you mean I'm making?
1: You're the one who says that the person might be innocent or that it costs What I'm more. saying
0: is I don't care about those arguments from the anti-death penalty side my oh. anti-death penalty approach if you'd let me finish sorry is that we shouldn't have the death penalty because that should not be a right of the government to take a life of its citizens no matter what they did we can lock them up and throw away the key
1: um you did you ever do research on that term that's uh, pro-life through life pro-life through and
0: through or, is that what it's called or called womb to tomb yeah, womb-to-tombers? Yeah, I don't... I do, there, a, there's a
1: term out there for it. I don't know what it is, but you're definitely... That. I am a womb-to-tomb, yeah. yeah. Um, which is... I kind of... You know, that's it's kind of fucked up that um, uh, you... This is why I have a problem with the two-party system, is because why are the people who are pro-life at the beginning... Why do they also have to be pro-death at the end, you know? Like, that's so shitty. Um, but anyways...
0: Pro-death at the end.
1: Well, I mean, they as a republican you're expected to be pro-life at the beginning and also be pro-death penalty at the end
0: oh okay uh um,
1: and that that's why i have a problem with like the whole idea of democratic republican is really stupid that why why does someone who's anti-abortion also have to be pro guns or know? why
0: do people who care about animals rights not care about fetuses right
1: exactly you know it's it <clears throat> that kind of stuff doesn't make any sense that's why i like violently dislike the two-party system as a libertarian that's why as a libertarian (laughs) Uh,
0: but no the, the other things i was talking about such as they might be innocent or it might be cruel to the person are concerns of mine my biggest concern when it comes to the death penalty is the government being able to say to its citizens you have committed you know Prime X therefore the penalty is we are going to take your life. yeah that is probably one of the biggest uh, overreaches government has even though it's I mean it's seldom used which is another thing I is a problem with it. It takes years for the execution to finally happen. Um, I just read a story the other day of like a kid who was like a high school shooter like in the 80s before high school shootings were popular and he's now 44 awaiting his execution. Uh, there's tons of like I have like a list of seven or eight things I don't like about it, but the number one thing is the government being able to take the life of its citizen. Um I'm in certain parts of me want like want to be like okay, if it's a law enforcement officer or if you're somebody serving a life sentence and you kill a fellow inmate I'd like to say, okay, exceptions for those. And if that was the case, I'd be okay with it. But I think it's just easier to have a blank slate where we just say we don't execute ourselves.
1: So victims. you think it's okay for police officers to kill someone in self-defense? And I didn't
0: say anything about that, but sure. No, you I, said you said something about police officers. No, uh, sometimes when there's a, like, legislation's brought forth in a state that says no more death penalty, they'll say With the exception of somebody
1: who kills a police officer, or... Oh, why are police officers so glorified?
0: Well, because you don't want to kill a police officer.
1: Well, I I just... I I don't see why their life is... And maybe it's a
0: crime like in the midst of a crime, kind of. And it's also... uh, I don't know that a it right? But also with people in prison, if you're serving a life sentence, there is no deterrent for you not to kill your cellmate or whatnot. I mean, mm. I mean, going to the hole or whatever. But some people just have nothing left to lose. So some have suggested um, if you kill somebody in prison, that should still be an option. And I mean, even just on just the basis of the death penalty, I can. I I understand it. I support it. You know, somebody did something massively horrible, and they probably do deserve to die, but that's not for... You don't
1: support it, but you understand the reasoning.
0: Yeah, I definitely understand the reasoning. Uh, I just don't... I think it being done by, you know, pen and paper legislation, by the order of a judge, it's all just, uh, it doesn't sit right with me, so... What about uh, you, though, Rhett? Uh,
1: I am pro-death penalty, but I think it should be used very uh, li- limitedly, if that's a word, I'm not sure, uh, which is very much not a libertarian stance. It's very much a Republican stance. Um, but uh, it, I think um, obviously it should only be used in cases where... Um, what is the legal term that they use in court? Uh, uh, it's like you have to know... Um, like clear and what is that term do you know that term
0: mitigating circumstance no 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 it's uh, like
1: uh uh the jury oh, has beyond to, a
0: reasonable doubt yeah
1: uh obviously i think it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt um
0: but all crime is supposed to be any punishment even if you're it's well, a traffic ticket is supposed to be I, you know a
1: i think it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt to like the public like there needs to be um like a new
0: level several of you
1: witnesses or video footage like video or photographic footage of it that absolutely confirms it um and the defense has to do their job of you know like if there's something wrong with you know the witnesses or the video footage or the photo footage that the defense it's their responsibility to say this is what's wrong with it and prove it but i only like the people, um, there was one in um, Australia, or in New Zealand, there was a shooter who was racist, and uh, that that's not really a good one, because uh, he's not from America, but there was an American shooter who was inspired by that one, who was racist, I, I believe against Mexicans and Muslims.
0: The Walmart um, guy?
1: It may have been the Walmart one, yeah. And he, uh-huh. like, he wrote a manifesto saying that he's proud he did this openly racist and a white nationalist and he did this to inspire a race war and he killed a bunch of people, it's like there is no reason why that guy shouldn't just be sent to the fiery pits of hell, you know? And it, you always use the argument of the death penalty costs the government more than it would cost to just jail them for life. It's like, I can go to the gun store and buy a gun for 400 bucks and a bullet and we can end his life right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> true, know? but that's not how due process works. See, and, and that's that's my problem with the justice system. Is I, I think it's good when, when the justice system moves slow so that all the evidence can come out. But with something like that, where it's like, clearly this person did it, there were several witnesses, there was even photographic and video footage of it, just fucking put a bullet in the guy's head. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me why they don't just do that.
0: It And what you're saying makes... A lot of sense from an emotional standpoint, but from a legal and due process standpoint, like, once the person's been apprehended, you know, like, if you gotta put a bullet to stop them, like, that's one thing. Once they've been apprehended, like, that just becomes vigilante law to just be like, all right.
1: Well, yeah, I'm a huge fan of superheroes, so vigilante law sounds good to me, um, uh, But my my point stands. I think, like, if we go into John Wayne Gacy's basement and find a whole bunch of children's bodies cemented into the walls, kill the motherfucker on the spot, you know? Who cares? What if he was framed? Well, that's different. That would be for the... Like, not not kill him on the spot, like, when you're at his house and say, oh, there's dead bodies in your basement, I'm going to shoot you right now. Like, obviously arrest him, take him to court and stuff. And it's the defense's job to... Prove that he's innocent, and if they can't do that, and it's clear that he's guilty, and the jury of his peers says it's clear that he's guilty, just fucking put a bullet in his head. Except right then legally,
0: it's not the defense's job. The defense doesn't have the defense can say absolutely nothing, it's the prosecution's
1: job that's true it is the prosecution's job and the prosecution would be like we found a bunch of bodies in his basement that had his semen all over them it's like clearly you know that's that guy deserves to die
0: i mean and you know for higher profile cases or multiple victims that's again when i get into the uh, not high profile cases i'm sorry because well one person could be a high profile case yeah but when we get into mass shootings and stuff i'm more like, oh, you know, I could support it in this situation. But again, when it's happening, like, 40 years after the crime happens, and at that point, it's kind of like, why don't we just stop this nonsense process, you know? And yeah. so, I mean, I, I I get your point, and I could, I could be persuaded to support it. I just think, you know, it's kind of something if we just follow suit of some of the other countries that have just completely stopped it, we might be better off. There m- might be no... You know, like an- what benefit comes from executing somebody? Another
1: option would be fun is to find a remote island somewhere, and if someone, if we decide this person deserves to die, instead of killing them, fly them out to the remote island, just drop them off there. You know, kind of like a Hunger Games sort of shit, but um, that'd be kind of fun. What are we? I know that's probably cruel and unusual, but it
0: is. But for the sake of argument, are is it just like? Only them on that island? Because no, thing? no, it'd
1: be all the uh, all the criminals, and it would be like like we'd find in a remote island, like really far out, and be like, okay, we're dropping you off on this island with these other uh, murderous criminals, who uh, these other people who deserve the uh, death penalty. Uh, we're dropping you there with no supplies. You only have what's on the island, and if you can get back to the mainland, you're a free man. <laughs> To, to kill again. <laughs> yeah. Like uh if you've if you found a way to build some sort of raft, you know, some castaway nonsense, then you if you get back to the mainland, then you're a free man. So, you know, it's
0: kind of like my plan where I say we should pay for all the citizens of Alaska to be evacuated to the mainland and drill it for oil. We could do that with Hawaii. And put different levels of offenders on there. Yeah. No airports, n- no boats, or anything. Mm-hmm. Just if they can find a way back to the mainland mm-hmm. with no support, you know, and maybe there'd be like a sex offender island, a murder island, a multi-murder island, you know. Yeah. Because there's so many within the Hawaii chains, yeah. you know.
1: Well, I don't think. Uh, I think the death penalty should be saved for pretty much just murderous people. I don't think that rape is a reason to put someone to the... day, de- I, I think I am a supporter of the death penalty, but I'm a very limited supporter. I think even, like, a mass rapist, I don't know that that person deserves the death penalty. I know there's a lot of women and feminists out there who have been raped who would strongly disagree with me, but I think I, I'm more on your side with this, that the death penalty is kind of cruel and unusual, and putting them in jail for their life is better. But, you know, I, I also... I, I just, I have a dislike for jail because um, public jails require tax dollars and I'm against taxes, but private jails can be abused pretty, pretty badly um, by the private companies and they can like make the government, like it, it's an incentive for them to encourage the government to incriminate people mm-hmm. because they yeah, make no. money from it. Private so, jails are trash. Uh, it, I, I, trash concepts. The, the jail system is something I struggle with internally, but... I think it's kind of like the best option we have, unless we decide to just put a wall around Kansas and put all of our criminals in a, in a state, and that's like our, you know, something kind of. But uh, then they
0: can make a good life for themselves in Kansas, and it's that, you know, that, I is mean. If, punishment, if, if, though?
1: Who cares? You know, they're away from us. The whole point of jail is to get them out of society. Sometimes. I mean, again, it comes down to that. But I don't know.
0: Anyway, let's, let's move um, on to it. There was
1: something much. I wanted to say, and I don't remember what it was. Uh, oh, I was going to tell you, um, I grew up on Mercer Island, and Mercer Island, I don't know if you know this, but um, before the bridges were built, it was a uh, juvenile delinquent place for boys. Uh, they would send juvenile delinquent boys there, and um, if you go to Luther Burbank, some of the buildings there are actually still the historic buildings, and there's a little signs telling you what's going on there. And what it was was, uh, you know, Mercer Island is in the middle of Lake Washington between Seattle and Bellevue, and they would send... The delinquent boys there and they'd pretty much be be stranded on the island so it's like Alcatraz a little bit yeah yeah just like Alcatraz yeah but for uh, delinquent boys and yeah if you go to Luth- Luth- to the Luther Burbank Park on Mercer Island uh, you can read those uh, little tablet things that they have there they tell you the history of the island and uh, about the buildings there and stuff it's actually really cool and um, you know it, that and Alcatraz I didn't even think about Alcatraz are examples of sending criminals to an island so they can't get to the mainland I like that idea a lot. (laughs) Then they, uh, you know, they built the bridges and Mercer Island became a a place to live and stuff like that, so they changed that. But the history still remains. Pretty fun stuff. Uh, Matt's choosing another question from the I side with questions. You don't want to choose that second one that you got from the political compass test? I put it back in, I don't even know what it was. It's probably that one that has its butt sticking out. Well, we're not going to read it because we're not doing it. (laughs) I'm just,
0: I don't want, I want this one. I
1: didn't know choosing a piece of paper from a bag could be so hard.
0: I always have to be super particular about which one I want. (laughs) Even though I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, these are randomly selected. I hope the plastic bag's not too loud. Don't care. Alright. Oh, nice. What is it?
0: Do you support charter
1: schools? Oh, yeah. Let me, let me let me read it. Do you support charter schools? Nice. This is actually uh, perfect timing for this one because according to Reason Magazine, uh, this is uh, school Did choice week. Yeah, as a libertarian, apparently <laughs> this is a school choice week, which is... Um, I have a lot to say about schools, but it's also a topic that largely uninterests me because I'm not in school anymore uh, and I, I don't like children. But uh, <laughs> let's start with you, Matt. Do you support charter schools? Yes or no?
0: I... Do you know what a charter school is? So we had a vote on this in Washington again, like Hmm. within the last 10 years. And I don't remember how I voted or the outcome. And I was super educated on it at the time. I can't quite remember now except for it's got to do with school choice or whatnot. But why don't you give us your explanation, Riley?
1: Uh, Well... Gosh, I can talk about education forever because there's a lot of things I Why have to talk
0: about. Charter schools.
1: Well, I think um, school choice. I'm obviously in support of because I think government-run schools are just absolutely terrible in every single way. Um, I, I could go on and on about that, and maybe I will one day. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a solo podcast where I just talk shit about schools for you know an hour. We'll see how that goes. But um, charter schools, yes, I support them because I think school choice is good. I think that you know. Um, choice and competition are what makes any industry better. And um, uh, charter schools are oftentimes like, uh, they're actually really good in the black communities because, um, in the ghetto communities, because a lot of times those parents there's parents who are fortunate enough to have a little bit of extra money that they can pay for a charter school or they meet the requirements to go to a charter school and it saves their kid from going to the ghetto school, the ghetto public school where shootings happen and stuff like that, you know, where drugs are rampant and stuff, where they go to the charter school where teachers treat them better. They have more, um, uh, like, well-designed programs because they're not made by the government, Uh, so kids tend to to enjoy them more. Charter schools tend to... um, You know, in a public school... You have a classroom full of kids. Some of them are struggling to keep up with the content. Some of them are bored because they're so advanced, whereas in a charter school, they're built for those students better. The ones who are struggling, they can have their own you know, private lessons, and the ones who are uh, more advanced have their options as well. Overall, it's, it's done better because it's run as a business instead of the government saying, this is the curriculum. We expect everyone to take these tests at the same time, regardless of their mental capacity you know it's it's i don't know if you've seen that meme it was a comic or something where it was like uh it was a picture of like an elephant a giraffe a fish a frog and a monkey and there was a teacher and it said this is pretty much what school is and the teacher said uh uh, first one to climb the tree gets an a and it's like all the you know the fish isn't going to climb the tree the elephant's not going to climb the tree. The elephant's probably as tall as the tree, but it's not going to climb the tree. And that's essentially what school is, is that the school is a terrible, horrible place. We are putting a bunch of hormonal teenagers in a room together, awkwardly, silent, watching some old person talk about nonsense that they don't care about. about. And we wonder why there's school shootings, you know? I just think that everything about the modern-day school system is terrible and... There's innovations out there. Uh, I actually uh, watched a video about a program that Bill Gates helped start that was like an online school program that you still go to school, so it's not like it's homeschooling, but everything you learn is from the computer, and they have programs, and it's more uh, engaging for the kids because it's like learning through games and interesting videos, and there's so many more ways that you can make school better, but the government's like, eh, we're just going to go with the same program that we've been doing for, you know, 200 years since the beginning of this country. We're just... Not never going to evolve that and make it better, and uh, I think privatizing the uh, education industry would be a lot better. It'd be more expensive, but I think that we'd get better education overall, and I think it could be uh, more efficient. We could go to school for shorter, shorter amounts of time and uh, allow kids to have their uh, childhood, actually, instead of robbing that, them from their childhood with school and homework.
0: Yeah, but doesn't the school and homework kind of prepare you
1: for like? Life? No, no, it like, does not. <laughs> I'm not saying
0: I'm not saying in what they teach, but I'm saying in how about, how you go about your life. Because you, what you're probably suggesting is like kids up to 13 stay home and watch cartoons, but or play. The only know. if you got to get up early. Kids you gotta,
1: who are robbed of all of their time spend all their time thinking about tv shows and video games because in the small amount of free time that they have they want to get the most enjoyment out of it and that's through tv and video games whereas if you cut school in half made it more efficient and started school later in life it's like those kids could have time to get out their rambunctiousness and they wouldn't be spending all their time playing video games because they get bored of video games because they were like i've played video games for a couple hours today let's go check out what outside's like you know but instead, it's like, you have to go to school for seven, eight hours, uh, you have to do your homework when you get home, which sucks, and then you have to eat dinner, and then you have an hour of free time before bed. Are you going to go outside and play, or are you going to turn on the video games, you know? It's like, of course they're going to turn on the video games, because that's that, that's the most high-impact entertainment right away. But if we gave them more time to enjoy the video games, and they could go out and play outside later and learn, you know, be uh, children. Um and I understand your argument saying that it gets them ready for work and stuff and being responsible and having to wake up early and stuff like that. But there's other ways you can do that. And also, uh, why does the school and education have to do that? Why don't their parents teach them responsibility? Well,
0: that's what I think about a lot about how school is becoming. I would say I have more support charter schools now. And my answer to this would be yes. I think back then I voted no. I I don't know. I'm not super well educated on charter schools, but I know that, you know, now they're starting to teach, you know, that there's 17 genders you can identify as. And, uh, I was just reading something about how some state or another or school district want to, you know, is now teaching that, uh, sex and gender are different things and just you know things that really should be probably taught at home hmm. like for sex education should probably just be taught at home it's just the fact that parents don't want to do that so yeah. they outsource it to the schools mm-hmm. and uh you know decide that everybody's ready at the same age so well
1: i think that sex falls in line with biology so it would make sense that in the biology class they would cover that stuff
0: yeah and that's part of what sex ed but is
1: but also sex, ed, sex ed education could be done so much better on like a computer program because it could uh instead of a teacher having to awkwardly explain it to a bunch of giggling kids the kids could be watching their computer program and playing games or Uh, doing other fun activities that teach them the same lessons and teach it to them without bias, you know, because um, you either get teachers who are really Christian and they're like, "Uh, abstinence is the only way, or you get teachers who are super liberal and say, "Uh, if you have a wiener, you're kind of bad, you know. (laughs) Those are good points. um, But uh, sex and gender are different. (laughs) How? Sex is... What you're assigned at birth and gender is how you identify. Um, okay. that, that's why when you're filling out, like, official papers, it doesn't say gender, male or female. It says sex. Male, Except sometimes
0: male. it does. It's just that liberals want to, want to
1: change the semantics of it, which well, is Well, I mean, think about, like, Austin Powers, the first Austin Powers movie. He's filling out that thing um, when he goes to the future, and he's like, sex? Yes. <laughs> you know, um... Uh, I
0: just, I mean, I think there's difference between gender and gender identity, sure, but let's just call it what it is. Well, now. I think it's also
1: like, um, it, words can change, like gay used to mean happy, but gay now means homosexual. I think that sex and gender, you know, 20 years ago may have meant the same thing, but nowadays we understand that... It, And this is coming from someone who doesn't necessarily believe in transgenderism, you know. Uh, uh, I'm still quite unsure about it myself. However, I try to be accepting of people. But I do think that just like I dislike when people call Native Americans Indians because it's confusing me with people from India, you know. So I prefer I, I call Native Americans Native Americans not because I'm politically correct, but because it makes sense. And that's the same reason why I refer to sex and gender as differently, is not because I necessarily agree with it. I I think people are welcome to live their lives however they like, but because when discussing those things, it makes sense that sex is do you have a penis or vagina, and gender is do you feel like you have a penis or vagina?
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I just use it for the, uh, I don't know if semantics is the right term. but I just use it because the, it's more. It makes more sense in my brain, and when communicating with people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that is what it is. Be it's become, you know. So, yeah. anyway, charter schools, fun stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, do you want to do another question? Sure. Sweet. Um. What are you gonna do? Uh, political Focus compass. It's up test. to you, which one. Uh, let's let's go back to the political compass test. Alrighty. Pull out that one right Fine, there. Fine,
0: I'll pull out the one that was just hanging out. It's yeah. Probably be just you know,
1: <laughs> As a libertarian. Okay. <laughs> the question is, as a libertarian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is a fun, different one. Oh, good. Abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all.
1: Oh, goodness. Can't read that one again?
0: You sure can.
1: Abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. Strongly disagree, disagree, agree, and strongly agree. What do you think, Matt?
0: I would say I agree. Like, when somebody takes a bunch of paint and throws it at a canvas, like, yeah. don't call that art, just call it what it is, you threw paint at a canvas. Hmm. Like, art needs to portray something, it needs to, you know, otherwise we we get into this whole like, ambiguousness of anything can be art, blah blah blah, like, why don't we just call something what it is, you know, you shit on a canvas, you know, just call it what it is, like, yeah. Uh, Art is a drawing. Like, if we're talking about the physical art, you know, it's a drawing or it's a painting or something that, you know, is... You're drawing it to represent something, but abstract art is just nonsense.
1: Um, I disagree with you, but why is this question on the political compass? Let just... me tell you why, because it, <laughs> it
0: wants to know if you are a hippie or not <laughs> because hippies are be like everything's right. so you think the
1: the more you disagree the farther right you are and the more you agree Pro- yes, the farther left probably, you are probably uh,
0: that's what I'm thinking um, and I say disagree not strongly disagree because you know again art Wait, is, you, you
1: say you agree it says abstract oh art that okay yes I'm sorry anything, I agree I don't
0: strongly agree because you know Art can be different to everybody. It is an eye of the beholder type thing. It, uh, you know, there are some cool things, you know, like you go to a museum and you see like somebody's used a bunch of wire to create something like, I don't know, I'm not explaining it well, but I've seen abstract art that is interesting. I just don't think, you know, if you open the door to somebody's room and it's like, they got clothes all over and garbage all over like oh this is art you know this is their art no that's not art that's a dirty room Mm -hmm. like let's just call it what it is so if you're making something and it's different and it's not ordinary how you would usually go about it then that's one thing but uh, if if we say abstract art is art then just anything can become art so
1: Um, I disagree with you and I disagree. I, I would strongly disagree with the question. Um, I think your final statement is, your final statement that you said, the final thing you said was, uh, a- a- anyone can call anything art. And that's, as an artist myself, in my, you know, I create content, I've made music, I've done stand-up comedy, um, those... I think that anything can be considered art. I, re- I watched a video on YouTube recently talking about how trailers, movie trailers, are not art. That they are a commercial designed to sell you on a product. And I, I disagree. I think the person who made that trailer, yes, they may have made the trailer to sell you something, but their work on that, like, if they sold you on it, I think you could say that that is a, well, even if they didn't sell you on it, but I think they, they could say, I put the work into this. This is a piece of art. You know, th- there's people who say, you know, uh, the person who writes the speeches for the president—that uh, if they're really good, he really, he really is an artist. You know, that's a—he's he, a—I don't know the exact phrase that they usually use, but I think anything Wordsmith? can be art. Yeah, I think anything can be art. I think that uh, if you throw your clothes around the room that's not necessarily art but if you purposely did that and present it and say this is my room this represents me this represents you know a kid or whatever then that could be art i think that's if if you splatter paint on a canvas that doesn't mean that everyone else values it but if if it's something valuable to you then that's art i also i'm a big supporter well i uh big supporter is kind of a weird term but i think art should be free i think um I'm a big fan of, like, YouTube and um, other services like YouTube, like SoundCloud or Spotify, where the users can get the content for free and the artists have to find other way to make money, whether it's through advertisements or, like, donations through Patreon or, like, selling merch or something like that. And, you know, with the music industry, a lot of musicians are like, people aren't buying my music anymore. And it's, like, good. Art should be free. You should learn to make your money in other ways, like touring or selling merch or, you know, doing Patreon. Um, and you know that our content is free, and I think our podcast is art. Even though really, not, this is art. This I, is a discussion. <laughs> I think it's art. I think that what we are creating here is art. People can tune into it and enjoy it, and it can be meaningful to them. So, art- or it, it doesn't meaningful doesn't even have to be the way they could. If they laugh at us, I think that we created some sort of value in their life, and I think that we're creating value for ourselves as well.
0: I think that's all just real stupid. and hippie. Like, I think everything you just said, like, you might as well just be smoking and drinking well, for the peace flag. Next well, I year. think
1: uh, as a libertarian, you know, oh, I think it, it comes down to, like, uh, free speech and restrictions on things. If the government says there shouldn't be any restriction on art because of free speech, I think everything is art. So there's no we We're not reason. talking about In, that, you asshole. <laughs> well, I also think, like, you know— um, uh, did you ever see Dexter, the show Dexter?
0: Dexter's Laboratory. No, oh, no, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, yes I, <laughs> um, I don't know why. I you really know
1: the way he but... murders people. Like he ties them down and he does it in like an artistic way, and it's like murder is wrong clearly because you're taking away someone else's right to live. But that doesn't mean it can't be done in an artful manner. You know, like uh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, he put a lot of time and effort into cooking the humans and i think cooking is a form of art and he was like instead of just eating raw humans he cooked them up as a delicacy and said this is the finest meat i will treat it like gold and i think that that's an art and it's it's wrong obviously because he murder is wrong but i'm i think that anything can be art if you put uh time and effort into it and present it as art
0: why is everything gonna be so dark with you
1: I like dark things. I'm I'm into death metal. (laughs) Well, yeah, and you know that death metal is a perfect example. A lot of people will look at Enya or Toxic by Britney Spears, Met, and they'll be (laughs) like, "This is art." And they look at death metal and they say, "This is not art. This is just noise." Whereas I look at death metal and I say, "This has created so much value in my life, and it means so much to me." Death metal is art, even if it sounds like noise to you. I'm not saying you have to agree with me. I'm just giving my stance on what I think art is. And
0: that makes sense. So that's why I you don't get as strongly friendly. It's like,
1: um, so you don't think that speech uh, speeches can be art? I think poems can be art. I think but speeches are just... What ab- about Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech? You don't think that that's art? It's,
0: it depends on what you want to call art. But his I Have a Dream speech was not abstract. It was to a point. It was well written. But in the end,
1: speeches are just mouth sounds. Like, that's the exact same reason why uh, I dislike that society tells us we can't say the N-word. Because at the end of the day, we're the ones who give the N-word power. And uh, it's just a mouth sound, you know. So why, is someone who doesn't speak English hears Martin Luther King's speech and it's meaningless to them. But to us, it's a really powerful speech. It's something that we quote all the time. Oh. I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, no, that's, a, I mean, you, you get a good point there, which, again, that's the whole, like, beholder thing, you know. But uh, I think you're thinking about it a lot more, and, like, a lot more of a broad sense than mm-hmm. I am, as I'm just thinking about, you know, somebody who just observes a family eating dinner and is like, I'm taking a picture of this. This has meaning. Like, oh, let's examine this, you know. Like, some people are just grasping at straws. What do you
1: call the Last Supper?
0: That's not what what we're talking about. That is taking a
1: picture of someone eating.
0: Okay, first of all, the Last Supper was made like 1,500 years after the Last Supper happened. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, they didn't have photography at the time. They painted a picture of a representation, which is what a photograph is.
0: That's what, what, I'm sorry, what was the point again?
1: Because your example was, oh, this family eating dinner is meaningful okay. to me. Okay, my point is, is that,
0: <laughs> have you ever seen those artists that, like, they're just grasping at straws to call something art?
1: Yes, absolutely. I, I like, mean, that's there's... what I
0: meant. Like, somebody just walking into, like, you know, a family eating dinner, just, mm-hmm. like, Well, I think a lot
1: of art is subjective, you know, just like, uh, uh, we, you and I like different kinds of music and we didn't choose to like that kind of music that's just what our ears told us that we like and uh, to each of us we view our art differently I guess that makes sense
0: yeah and I view abstract art as not art but...
1: my I'm not trying to change your mind or anything just having a discussion here but I still don't know why this question was on the, on the pl- I feel like immigration would have been a good thing to talk about because the political compass test doesn't talk about immigration at all and yet uh, they they were like hey let's uh let's put in this question (laughs)
0: it it makes sense to me because it's got people like me who think logically and people like you who think emotionally
1: like uh yeah but we're it's the political compass test not the emotional logical people are more conservative (laughs) Um,
0: People like you with your hippie flags that like you think are art,
1: but I would be considered on. I mean, when I took the test, I was in the lower right. Like I was far right, and I, I yeah, I, I
0: remember the last one. You were yeah. like Hitler. I over. know. <laughs> well, Hitler
1: would be top right. That's true. I was low right, but yeah, but you were pretty uh, far
0: right. Like you were like at eight out of ten on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was scary. I know. Like <laughs> even for me, but that's like, why. Well, first of all, we both agree this test is not exactly, but. Yeah. Uh, like, if, if you're doing an emotional test, like, where are you emotionally? This question would make sense, but I don't... I could have my same thought and still be a Republican. Like, a, like a, I could be Hitler and have this thought. Hitler was an artist. And he became Hitler because... Uh, he, uh, How was he an artist? He was a painter.
0: Oh, I thought you meant, like... The- oh, <laughs> no. Jesus <laughs> I was like, and it got real dark here.
1: The way he threw those Jews into the gas chambers, man. I
0: thought that's where you were Honestly, I mean some of this crap that comes out of your mouth, I thought that's where you were going with it. I didn't know
1: what you painted. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of jokes about <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was that was amazing. He was a uh, just the way he gassed those Jews, it was wrong, but it was artistry. <laughs>
0: It's like Dexter, same same thing. Um,
1: God damn it! Uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of jokes about how um, he was an artist in real life. He he was a painter, and um, there's actually some people really enjoy his paintings, um, but uh there's a joke about i think it might have been in family guy or something where he's like sitting there painting and someone says like a jew jewish guy comes up to him and says your art is trash and that just that's when hitler had his turning point of like fuck the jews man <laughs> pretty funny hmm. good stuff anyway fun right. yep uh any final thoughts from you
0: Death metal is trash.
1: Death metal is trash. Ouch. That hurts me on the inside. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for watching. We do appreciate you turning in. Uh, Don't forget to write us an email at quadrant4politics at gmail.com. That's uh, the number four, not spelled out. And um, yeah, uh, you can catch us on YouTube. Leave us a comment there as well. That's totally okay. And you can catch us on all most major streaming podcast services. And uh, we'll see you in the next one.